Hi, Red Dawn fam. I'm Scarlett. And I'm Susie. Have you ever wondered what happens after you die? Well, today we're going to talk about reincarnations and how birthmarks may be a sign of a second chance at life. Oxford Dictionary says reincarnation is the rebirth of a soul in a new body. It's kind of a very cool concept, huh? We've been watching videos on it a little bit. Yes, last night we watched it till like who knows when. <laughs> <laughs> so howstuffworks.com says this can appear in humans, animals, plants. Um, basically, yeah, plants too. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah working its way towards eventual escape of birth, death, and rebirth. And it's widely accepted in major Eastern religions, most prominently in Hinduism and Buddhism. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Hey, Mom. Yes. Um, is there any babies that can get reincarnated? Well, I think that's how it works. I think that in these religions, they believe that either... A child or an adult passes away and they come back as a baby um, wow. in a new life. And That's they, pretty crazy. Yeah, it's very interesting. So there's there's been lots of stories, but we're not only talking about reincarnation. We're actually also talking about birthmarks. So we're basically discussing how they kind of tie together. But before we discuss that, we want to discuss what they are. So most people know what birthmarks are um, and their cause is unknown. They are an overgrowth of structure normally present in the skin, like an overgrowth of blood vessels that produces vascular birthmarks or hemangiomas, an overgrowth of pigment cells that produces congenital nevi or moles. And basically that's just a fancy word for a mark that you have at birth. Yeah, like I feel like... All my friends have a birthmark, at least one. Absolutely. Now, there are different types, and we aren't going to discuss all of them, but a few of them that Scarlett did some research on um, include ones called like a cafe au lait spot. Um, So basically, this is like a coffee-colored spot. Um, It's usually less than five millimeters in size and not dangerous at all. Um, You have your Mongolian spot. Um, This is your blue-brown stains. They look like bruises, and they're usually present at birth over the low back, buttock, side, or shoulder. And we're sorry if you hear our silly dogs. Um, These ones are interesting because sometimes it makes it look like you've abused your child because they look like bruises. That's so sad. (laughs) But it's kind of funny also. Yeah, so another one is a hemangioma or strawberry nevus. Oh, my cousin has that one. Yeah, yeah. So basically, she has this like raised oval dome-shaped vascular mark on her arm, and these ones can grow rapidly when the baby is six to or three to six months, but most of them shrink on their own over time. So you may not even notice that she has it. Yeah, she's ten now. So yeah, so they most of them don't require treatment, but if they do, people can get them like lasered off. Oh no, (laughs) no, thank you. So. 
The next one we are studying is a salmon patch, stork bite, or angel kiss, which I like that name. I like angel kiss more, and this is the one I have, actually, on the back of my neck. Yeah, so a lot of people in our family have the angel kiss, or stork bite, as it's called. Um, It is also the most common vascular mark found at birth. Um, It's a pale red or pink flat mark um, on the forehead, upper eyelid, upper lip, or the back of the neck. Mm-hmm. Um, it occurs in 50% of children, so that's pretty common, huh? Yeah, my dad has it also. Yeah. Um, the face ones usually disappear in two to five years, but typically the ones on the back of the neck stick with us. They just get covered by hair. Yep. You still have <laughs> unless, unless my dad, because he's bold. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, there's a bunch of myths about birthmarks in general and impossible how they occur on kids. Can you read what kind this is? Maternal impression. Yeah, so this one is a weird one. It basically suggests if a woman experiences a strong emotion during pregnancy and touches a particular location on her body or um, anywhere, her baby may be born with a birthmark in that uh, part of their body. I also overheard on um, Supernatural today that uh, on some of this, they believe if you experience a strong emotion or thinking about somebody that the baby can look like that person, which is kind of silly. silly. <laughs> yeah. I don't, there's definitely not any truth to that, but that is, um, kind of a myth. So, so now we're getting into kind of what we are talking about today, what you're interested in, right? Yes. I think, um, it's what birthmarks like their meanings yeah so I, it's funny because Scarlett actually brought this up as a topic she wanted to talk about because her and her friends talked about it at school and I just it's something that's you know always fascinated me not just the birthmarks in general but reincarnation but um there was a guru basically that studied um reincarnation and uh, reincarnation rather and it, his name was Dr. Ian Steve. Ian Stevenson and um, a lot of our research comes from him um, in a book or a article he did on birthmarks and birth defects corresponding to wounds on deceased persons. Um, Ian was from the Department of Psychiatric Medicine at the University of Virginia and he's widely respected. Um, So uh, I know when we when I re-listened to the Supernatural episode on one of these studies um, he's mentioned there as well. But um, what he basically says is 35% of children who claim to remember previous lives have birthmarks or defects that attribute to wounds on a person whose life the child remembers. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so basically he's just saying like your birthmark can mean something happened. So if you have a weird birthmark on your body or, or something like that, it could depict what happened to you in a previous life. Actually, that's what me and my friends were talking about. I said, like, she said she she thinks that one of hers, because she has, like, what, well, one of my friends has one that's, like, all the way down, like, her leg. Uh-huh. It's really crazy. Her name is Hannah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she has a black mark. It's really cool, though. Yeah, what she think happened to her? I don't know. She thinks she might have got burnt. Okay, that makes sense. Well, in this study, 210 children were investigated. Um, they, the birth defects nearly were, were nearly always a rare type of birth defect. And in the cases where the deceased person was identified that they discussed, 
Um, there was a close correspondence nearly always found between the child's birthmarks and the wounds on the deceased person. Mm-hmm. So basically, if something happened, basically if a guy was shot, they found gunshot birthmarks almost. Like, it looks like gunshot wounds on these children. Yeah, one of my friends said she has, like, a birthmark that looks like she got, like, cut. Oh, wow, that would be but it's not, But it's not, like, a, an actual cut. Like, it's a birthmark. Yeah, yeah. It says in 43 of 49 cases where medical documents were obtained, it confirmed correspondence between wounds and birthmarks. So that it just this guy had a lot of good information, and he, oh, he yeah. did a very extensive study. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Scarlett and I actually went over a few of these um, cases. There's, there's several, and we definitely don't have time to go over all of them, but we'll actually share a few of them with you. And um, one, the one I'll share at the end is one that you can get in more detail on the podcast Supernatural by Ashley Flowers. But um, it, I just find it absolutely fascinating um, how these relate. So anyways, the, the first one is an Indian child. He said he remembered a life, basically the life of a man killed with a shotgun fired at close range. And then on this child, 88% of the wounds matched um, basically from the post-mortem report on the, the man that died and the birthmark on this child. So that's a pretty big percentage. Yeah, definitely. So there was also a large epidermal nevus, which is a nevus is like a mole, um, oh. on the head of a Thai man who as a child said he remembered the life of his paternal uncle who was killed with a blow on the head from a heavy knife. So basically... Oh. It, I know. I saw this picture and it did look like this mole was like a cut, a save, like basically a cut, a knife mark across his forehead. Um, but it was a mole. It was mole. really weird. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's strange. Okay. And another one, there was a small round puckered birthmark on a tie boy corresponding with a bullet wound entry of a man who he remembered had been shot with a rifle from behind. So it looked like a gunshot wound. Uh, that's strange. Mm-hmm. In a Turkish boy, he had a really deformed ear. And okay. he said he remembered the life of a man who was fatally wounded on the right side of his head with a shotgun at close range. What? A lot of these people have, like, memories of being shot, don't they? Yeah. Um, there was one person in the study who almost was absent of her fingers on one hand so basically just like had very small nubs Mm. and um basically said they remembered the life of a boy in another village who had his hands um cut off basically his fingers and the blades of a fodder chopping machine which is like a wood chipper that's terrifying it is but when this person was born they didn't have the fingers but they didn't have the accident so that's kind of crazy isn't it that's so weird. There's another one in this study that shows congenital, which means uh, at birth, okay, um, absence of the lower leg. So basically she didn't have her lower leg at birth. Um, and it's a little girl who said she remembered the life of a young woman accidentally run over by a train, but the right leg was severed first before she was murdered or killed, not murdered, but killed. So Yeah, she couldn't have been murdered by a train. no. no. So there's another uh, study, another guy who studied these um, 
these really coincidences. His name was J.G. Matlock, and in his book, Physical Signs and Reincarnation Cases, um, he interviewed a Turkish boy who had, like, a soft indentation on his skull. Hmm. And he identified with a man who um, died after being hit on the head with a shovel. So it's almost like he came back to life and, or came back as a child and had this missing or indented part on his skull. Isn't that crazy? Like it was like indent on your, on their head? Yes, yes. Um, there's a Burmese boy who recalled life of a man who died in a fiery plane crash. <laughs> and when this baby was born, his skin was unusually red and covered by small Ooh. vesicles, which are blisters. Um, which actually fluid oozed out of. That's kind of gross, but kind of sad. And that wouldn't that be crazy? That kind of reincarnation is almost like the fire continued even into birth. And then, yeah. yeah, even though it's probably older, it was definitely older than that baby. Right, right. And then it, I guess he healed in a month, and his skin had skin flakes and was normal, so he doesn't have that anymore. But he did remember that life. There was an American boy who remembered a policeman who died after being shot in the chest, and he had a um, significant uh, congenital heart disease, which, again, congenital means heart, you know, something at birth. Yeah, something at birth. So he was shot, his memory was being shot in the chest, and he actually had, like, an issue with his heart. Oh, geez, that... That's kind of crazy. It is. And then there are some Hindu boys. This is a group of boys, which I thought was crazy, who recall being Muslims. And they are born without foreskin. So if you don't know what that is, it's just an extra skin on the boys' parts, boys' uh, private parts. Oh! So why that's significant is because... um, Circumcision, where they remove that extra part, is a Muslim practice, not a Hindu practice. So it's really weird because they would not have had that part of their bodies removed um, because of their religion, but they were born that way, which was very, very strange. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then, That's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So then the story that I just absolutely was blown away by was um, done by Supernatural. Again, if you want really good details and really good storytelling, um, I would go to Ashley Flowers' podcast, Supernatural. I um, really love all of them, to be honest. But um, this one in particular is about the Pollock twins. Um, yeah, so... I know about them. Yeah, it's a really cool story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What do you know about them? Um, so, I don't want to tell the whole story, but I will give you a little hint. So, um, so well, the they were... Um, well, this mother had um, two twins, mm-hmm. and they were like best friends. They were mm-hmm. one to one, and um, so yeah, so so yeah. basically, the twins were born after the sisters passed away. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah. In May 1957, in Hexham, England, um, there was an 11-year-old Joanna and a six-year-old Jacqueline Pollock, and when they were on their way to church. They were struck by a woman, um, basically who was trying to commit suicide because she was she basically lost custody of her own kids. So this was her way of punishing. Um, what's sad is the kids were killed on impact, but this woman who was trying to commit suicide did not die. She ended up having to go to a psychiatric hospital. Did she go to jail for hitting the girls? I'm sure she had to serve some kind of time. I didn't really look deep into the research, but she definitely ended up in a hospital because she was not well. 
um, yeah. psychologically. Um, I know that the um, parents, um, Florence and John, of um, Joanna and Jacqueline were devout Catholics. So they, you know, basically didn't believe in reincarnation. Um, however, John kept insisting that he believed his two daughters would be reincarnated. Um, Florence, of course, was um, more devout Catholic. John was converted, so she did not want to have any part of that. She did not want to believe in that or hear that. No. But um, on October 4th, 1958, uh, to her surprise, she ended up having twin girls. Wow. Did she expect having twin girls? I don't know if she did, but um, their their names were Jillian and Jennifer. So that's oh. what they named them. My sister's name is Jennifer. Yeah, <laughs> yes, she was. So what was interesting about Jennifer is she she was the only one of the two that had birthmarks, but she had a small birthmark on her left hip that mimicked a birthmark that Jacqueline, oh. the um, previous child, had. Um, along with a birthmark on her forehead, similar to Jacqueline's scar, but she didn't have an injury like Jacqueline did. Uh, okay. <laughs> interesting. That's kind of, yeah, definitely. And when when the kids were only really young, um, the research I said saw, uh, showed three months. I think when I listened to Supernatural, it said nine months. But um, basically, they moved away from Hexham. So they moved away from this town in England. But despite moving, the girls remembered every detail of Hexham, despite not growing up there. They knew about um, basically landmarks. When they were only four years old, they came back and visited, and they'd never seen the school before, except for when they were just tiny babies, so you shouldn't remember that. Yeah. Um, and they knew exactly where the school was. They had favorite you know, area at the playground that they'd never seen. They knew exactly where it was. Uh, um, so th- that was interesting. They're like, well, that's kind of weird, you know? The Even though the father believed in it, the mother's still like a little skeptical about reincarnation. That's strange. But what was really weird is when they, when they got back, they um, gave these twin sisters um, a box of old toys that belonged to their their deceased sisters mm. and the these the sisters divided up these toys in the basically in the way that they would have so you know Jacqueline um was the uh younger child and so the one that was this twin that was born second took Jacqueline's toy and the uh, Jillian took um Joanna's toy so they divided the toys exactly the way they would have they even knew Oops. They even knew the toys came from Santa, which they only came from Santa for the other two girls. They were given, by obviously, by the parents um, to the twins. So isn't that crazy? That's scary. Mm-hmm. They also had similar personalities to their late sisters. So oh. Joanna was protective of Jacqueline um, before death, and Jillian was born 10 minutes earlier and really looked after Jennifer as if she was the younger sister. Oh, <laughs> They also ironically enjoy the same foods and games as their previous sisters. So it's just absolutely crazy how all these things came together. Despite all this, the mother still didn't, Florence still didn't believe that they were reincarnated until the two girls were playing a game in the backseat of the car and she overheard Jillian um, basically was cradling Jennifer's head and telling her the blood's coming from your eyes. That's where the car hit you. And I know. Isn't that creepy? What the? Yeah, so 
they never talked about Jacqueline. They never talked about Joanna and Jacqueline's death or, you know, anything to these girls, but they were describing in detail basically the the accident and you know, and how they were hit. Wait, wait, wait. So which one wait, did they both die at the same time? Yeah, they both died then, almost on impact. But these girls almost like remembered like they saw it with their own eyes. They had their they had these girl other girls' memories, which was crazy. Uh, I so. just imagine that. Uh, my like my I hear I see my daughter in the back seat seat saying to her sister it's okay, blood's coming from your eyes. I know. Wouldn't that creep you out? <laughs> yes. So the new twin, basically the twins had fear of cars. Um, mm. And so just like, I mean, obviously as if they remembered the accident and that it happened to them, even though it didn't. So um, they did lose memories of this around the age of five. And they were studied by that renowned doctor, I told you, but... Um, what was really interesting is, um, like you mentioned, they were identical twins. The doctor didn't know that at the time. So, um, so what identical twins are, are basically two beings that share the same DNA. And they look the same. They should look the same. Should. So paternal twins or fraternal twins, they, um can look different so if they were fraternal twins it would make sense because i guess one was taller one had birthmarks one was shorter and kind of stockier um which doesn't make sense for identical twins they know they should have the same thing but when they ran the genetics they were supposed to be identical so that's why they believe the pollock twins are like the best uh, you know just way of showing possible reincarnation exists which is kind of cool that's kind of cool but the weird thing i think about reincarnation is that um, if you're a twin mm-hmm. and they die, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, they get reincarnated, um, I think they would be different heights because, um, well, the DNA gets passed. Yeah, yeah. And just their soul. And yeah. it makes them, like, one gets higher, one gets shorter. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, yeah, if, if you're reincarnated, it would make sense, not if you were genetically yeah. identical. I mean, I always wondered, you know, to some degree, I prayed for you and prayed for you because I lost your sister when I was only 18, and yeah. 10 years later, um, here you come be bopping along. So I always <laughs> wonder if there was a part of reincarnation involved in your birth. That would be so cool. I always think about my sister when I think about reincarnation, but I never think that... Well, I think she might have been a part. I don't know, though. We don't I think, know. It's, I think it's kind of cool, cool though. though. Yeah. And you always hear about people um, that just, I don't know, I, we call them old souls, or they remember being at a place that they never were before. Oh, yeah. I do that all the time. I've never been that before. Yeah, like deja vu. Yeah, deja vu. Which yes. is kind of crazy. Yeah. Which is absolutely crazy. But, um yeah, when you're watching the the episode last night, what was it was it about? Um, so it was about this lady, and uh, she had some problems in her life, in like real life, and mm-hmm. um, this guy put her put her in hypnosis, mm-hmm. and uh, so she started saying, "By my name is like Winda." Yeah, she. I can't like remember what Heather she said, or um, Catherine Winslow. Catherine Winslow, yeah. and then. Um, 
She remembers, she, like, details, didn't like, she? Like, details in her life. So, she said her dad's name was Bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy looks. And because she said that they were always traveling and her dad worked at the um, a train. Mm-hmm. And guess what the guy found? What did he find? Information that she and her family worked at the fo- uh, at the train. Isn't that crazy? I just yeah, I, I'm so fascinated by that. I Me know too. I've seen episodes where um, like little boys could remember being fighter pilots and could actually remember like the name of the plane. I don't know the details of this, and I'm just going off memory of a show I watch. I don't even remember which one to even give you a good quote. But um, basically, the the little boy remembered these details about the fighter plane from like World War II and was able to tell like where this plane crashed and the name of the person and would go by that person's name. And I think they actually interviewed somebody who was at war with this guy and he knew like every detail to a T. Um, knew what this plane looked like, even though he had never seen one. He drew pictures of it. So I just, I am super fascinated with reincarnation. Um, I, I realize it's not always believed by everybody. Um, I know Hindus believe um, basically you continue to reincarnate um, based on karma. So they believe that, you know, if you are a good person in life and you'll create good karma and you'll come back as a higher being basically. And the goal is to not reincarnate so you can be uh, with God. So you would just, you'd keep dying and reincarnating until you reach that perfect state, I guess. And what I think, I think that if you're a good person mm-hmm. and you go to heaven, mm-hmm. I think that God will let you continue your life in a different life, mm-hmm. not just more than two times or one. You know, I think He will let you continue. Yeah, I on Supernatural, and again, I, I can't quote it very well. I listened to it, but there was another guy who theorized that we had soul guides. So basically, in whether this life or the next life, you would decide where you went so your souls would cross paths. So you, when they said you'll you'll meet again, your family again, it's actually true. You'll just meet in the next life. Isn't that cool? And a cool thought that even after we pass away that we could possibly be together again in another life. That would be awesome. I would love to see my family in a different life. Yes, so... And that, I mean, I guess that also gives you hope that if you've lost somebody, you probably will see them again. It may not be in this lifetime, but definitely another. Or it could be an animal. Your Like your family members or your grandpa or your grandma could turn into an animal. That's true. I think at the end of the day, we just need to be kind to people and loving. And maybe, maybe if we, if that does exist, we're going to come back as, you know, good people that get to enjoy life and love it. Yeah. So, my dad believes that my nanny, mm-hmm. well, not my nanny, uh, my Mimi, mm-hmm. that's what we call her, and uh, her favorite um, bird was a red robin, and um, we saw one at my dad's roommate's house, mm-hmm. and like we were like, wow, like that was the day after her funeral. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it yeah, was so that's, awesome. So that would be sort of like um, what we talked about earlier in the episode, that reincarnating yeah. into an animal. Wouldn't that be crazy? That would be... I think that would Just be pretty go. fun. Like, one of my shows, Creeped Out, actually shows that this boy was actually... It's fake, but <laughs> it's it's um, fiction. But mm-hmm. um, he said, like, well... 
he he thought he well he was a human mm-hmm. this guy turned him into a human and uh he he was actually a dog oh, before that. Oh, that was a really good show because he yeah. he remembered his family, but he the family didn't remember him as a boy, yeah. only as a dog. Yeah, that yeah. was really cool. Okay, well, do you have anything else, Scarlett? Well, if you believe in reincarnation, then let us know. And if you think that reincarnation is cool. Or just want to text us to tell us or bug us about something. <laughs> <laughs> or another episode. You can actually email us at reddawnpodcast at yahoo.com. And we also have an Instagram uh, that you can find it under Red Dawn Podcast. But we'd be happy to hear from you about what you think of the episodes. Um, if you like them, uh, follow us. You know, Share if you would like to have more people listen to it. And you can recommend an episode if you want. Yeah, yeah. So if there's something you want us to talk about, we're happy to talk about it. We won't always talk about weird and creepy stuff. We may talk about some mommy-daughter stuff soon. Yeah. But uh, with Halloween coming up, we have some more cool episodes coming. Yes. Well, Red Dawn fam, we will be back next time. Yes, have a good night. Bye. Bye.